This is going to be a heavy camcast. It is. Very heavy. People that follow our Instagrams and Twitters and whatnot know the, the type of campcast this is. This is a, uh, I guess, in memoriam? Yeah. Just a, not sure what the wording it's is. Not really a, well, I guess it's not really a tribute, right? It's it's a celebration, it's a celebration of, of the impact life. that Stanley has had on our lives. Yes. I think that's probably the that's best That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so I'm Ken Levitsky, and that's Chris Mercer, and this is a special Stanley Camcast, as you just finished saying. Yeah, I'm not sure how long it's going to be. Um, I'll see how many snot bubbles are getting blown. Well, I think I'm going to be able to hold it over a lot better than you are. I didn't want to have any props today, because I just, I feel like, I'm just going to like bring some comics and show them, but I was like, you know what, this is the only prop needed. That's right. Is that. That's right. Um... Yeah, I've been taking it pretty rough. It's, I've actually, I've been trying really hard not to think about it. Because, like, <coughs> like I remember the first thing when I, I read the text, and I was at work, and I immediately was like, holy fuck. Uh, and so then I started to kind of like, okay, like, you got to collect yourself because you're at work. And then there was this thought in my head that was like, also, you're a grown man crying over a guy who you never even met. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I actually said that to Michelle. I said, it's kind of weird. It feels weird to do this. And, and she's like, yeah, but he's had such an impact on your life. And I was like, yes, that's correct. It's. But I've also seen guys do the same thing for, like, sports dudes. Yeah, yeah, guys that are into, like, sports hockey. Dudes is the, is the sports actual dudes. term for it. <laughs> yes, yeah, they're sports dudes. Those sports enthusiasts? Yeah. That just get paid for it. Athlete passes away. That meant a lot to them. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it actually it was harder for me than I thought it would be. Like, because like every last couple of years, you know, it's like Stanley's dead, and then it's like, nope, it was a hoax. Yeah, there was a lot of hoaxes. Stanley's dead. Years. Nope, it's a hoax. And then this one, when it was finally like when it kind of set in, I was just like, okay. And I mean, like, it's not that he's really had any sort of impact continuously. But it is absolutely incredible that the characters that he helped create that had the impact in my life are still here. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's something about that that his legacy is even just beyond him. It's on all these other characters and then like the Marvel style and even just Excelsior. Like, enough said. Enough said. Uh, the no prize. True believers. You know? So many go on. Even just, like, reading the letters page, and you knew that it was Stan Lee writing these things, mm -hmm. so that if you ever wrote in, you knew that it was Stan Lee who was writing back to you. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was really cool. And then, of course, like, so since then, like, you're reading all these things, like, even one of the things he, he had said, like, uh, he really wanted the reader to feel like they were part of, like, this secret club that no one else was a part of because they didn't read comic books. You know, which is actually really cool because, of course, that's how, like, I remember, like, when we were in Five Mile, and that's pretty much what it was. There was a group of us that read comic books and traded the comic book cards and stuff like that, um, and then played superheroes. Very small group. You know, there was a handful of us, but that was, that was it. Luckily, I mean, it was just Five Mile, so it was, like, one class for grade five. Yeah. You know, one class for grade four. So. Yeah. You know, but like, like growing up being the shortest guy that uh, I've ever known, 
you know, was harder than I, I like, I look back and I go, yeah, it actually was pretty fucking tough, but I had Spider-Man, you know what I mean? I had the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Those were like the two when I was a kid. It was Superman, it was Batman, and then all the various offshoots, but then it was Spider-Man and X-Men growing up, and it's interesting, like, when you look back at it, because, like, Spider-Man is just the loser kid who got lucky. Yeah. In a sense, because he's Spider-Man, but, you know, his life is very much like most people's lives, where he gets ups and downs, you know what I mean? But it was so easy to relate to him and then go, then to be able to say, well, if he can get through this, so can I, Yeah. you know? Yeah. And even now, like, as an adult, when, uh, when you're supposed to be casting off these childhood things, I, I feel that they still resonate because, you know, it's still that whole, like, someone else has got it bad, you know? Mm-hmm. I can still do this, that kind of thing. And X-Men was kind of, because it's an allegory for racism, oppressing different people. Yeah, oh, you know? absolutely. It and was, um, you don't feel... It was okay to be different. That, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, especially Wolverine was the shortest... Short, hairy. Short, Canadian, hairy, which is pretty much me from the waist down. Yeah. You know? So it was like, okay, I can get behind this it's basically guy. basically like you and I combined. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's, that's another one. And then <laughs> just the cast of characters themselves, because the cool part about X-Men is that because each character is their own character, there might be days where you feel like a Wolverine, but then there's other days where you might feel like a Nightcrawler. Mm-hmm. You know, I would rarely feel like a Colossus, but man, after about 12 beers, I feel like Colossus. Like as a raging Cyclops? <laughs> yeah. Still, I still hate what they've done to him. Yeah. They're teasing that he's back. It's teasing like, back, but you gotta sit through 10 weeks of Although, X-Men. I gotta say, there was one shot of Cyclops with the, like, the visor glowing. And he's wearing, like, that classic Magneto suit, which I thought was just bitching. I think that might be from the, the upcoming annual, the Uncanny Annual. It could possibly be. Because they got, like, this... I ten- just, like, I just softened this up. Yeah, right? they got, like, this 10-issue series, weekly series going right now. For issues 1 to 10. Then they're going to have a Cyclops Returns annual. And then yeah. they're going to go into a regular format after that. Yeah, it's... Hopefully, it's good. Issue number one is, like, nine ninety nine Canadian. So if you can do like forty dollars of X Men comics a month, then you're set. Yeah, that'd be really nice. Yeah, I I don't know. Like even the uh, the team doesn't really sound that great. Like Salvador Larocca's on there, but you know what's crazy about him? Hmm. His art looks dated now. It does. It was amazing in the two thousands. He doesn't look like he's progressed at all. It looks the same. It looks like Extreme X Men. Yeah. Just went bop bop. Like exactly. to 2018, 2019 by the time he's doing it. Like, I, I remember, uh, like, Tony Daniel, Tony S. Daniel, when he first came in, we talked about this, where he was, like, kind of like a Jim Lee guy. Uh, and then I remember, like, really liking his stuff until he did uh, the New 52 Batman run. And just for whatever reason, I was like, ah, I don't like it. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because he was trying to be, able, like, a, do a little painting type of thing. I don't know. I just didn't really like it. But now I look at his art and I'm just like, yeah, keep doing, <laughs> keep doing now this. Now keep doing it. Yeah. This is great. This is great. But yeah, like, like for me, for me, it was like, it was the characters that he created that have resonated with me. Mm-hmm. You know? But as a person, just seeing how, 
like, I don't think I've ever heard of him being in a bad movie. And I mean, like, it's he's human, so of course there's gonna be times, but like... Well, yeah, I mean, there was that video, there's so much controversy the last I year. don't really like, I'm not even, I don't want to talk about the controversy, because no, I've heard but enough there was the there was a, a video he did a few months back where he was legit mad at the video. Oh, really? Threatening to sue people and everything. Wow. I, I feel so bad, because he lost his wife, and then he had all these vultures with some women. You know? Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> It wasn't right. He just seemed like a really nice guy. That, like, okay, if that video, like, I haven't seen the video. I probably would never watch it. But it just sounds like he just kind of woke up one day and was like, "What the fuck? Yeah, this is bullshit." Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, look at the empire that he created. It's incredible, you know. Like, yeah, I know, like, co-created, right? I, I don't I don't it's it's co-creator and I'm not gonna it, uh, yeah. argue semantics. There's about. gonna be some Kirby and Dicko fans out there that are like, come on now, right? So look, true, st- straight up, co-created. That's it. The idea came from Stan's mind. I, I don't care. But the appearance if, and everything about that came from those guys. Yeah. So and that's fine. That's fine. I mean, but the it fact was Stan's is, idea to make sure that each of these super these gods felt human. Yeah. So that we would read it and go, oh man, that could be me. Mm-hmm. Like I've said with Robin, Robin was cool and I got, I'm a sucker for Robin because it was like, oh man, I could be that. I could be that kid hanging out with Batman. Yeah. Stanley took that and went, no, 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 you could just be him. You could just be Spider-Man. You know, and the genius is, is that Spider-Man's covered head to toe. Mm-hmm. Aside from the fact that you know he's a guy, he could be anyone. You know, didn't matter if he was a 14-year-old boy or a 30-year-old black guy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How are you going to know? And that's, like, it's a crazy cool appeal for that. Like, and I mean, like, I look at Superman as being uh, one of those guys that can cross, for the most part, all of those racial and gender borders. But at the end of the day, you're going to have people go, yeah, but he's white. You know? And that's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I want more proud black superheroes so that kids can grow up going like I want to be like that guy you know to have that like that I have where I was able to go I don't want to be let's say Dr. Octopus mm-hmm. I'd rather be Spider-Man I don't care how hard it is yeah. as long as I can hold my head up high but you know and that's something that uh, Stanley was able to impart upon mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's just it's just everything like Oh, it's funny, like, you go through the list of the characters you created, and then immediately the comments rip up, where it's like, well, you didn't create Thor. It's like, well, no, you didn't create Thor. You created this version of Thor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And this version of Thor is a lot different than Thor from North, uh, Norse mythology, or whatever you want. Oh, yeah, totally different. You know? Same with the Loki. I mean... Yeah. He... Fuck other me. than Captain America and Wolverine, and I guess the Punisher... Every big Marvel character came from his mind. I, I was thinking about this the other day, like right. so, like as an adult now, I am I'm, I'm kind of back on the Spider Man train. I'm I'm not like looking at it like okay, you know, because it's I I almost feel like I'm at a point where I can say yeah, you know what there there's a lot to the Spider Man that's still good, but I'm also like a huge Daredevil fan now, mm-hmm. and I could care less about Daredevil growing up, but now like you look at it. Especially because I've, I've rewatched the Netflix series. I'm on Defenders right now. 
I'm slugging through it just because I want to get to that last episode with that ending. I don't mind Defenders. I mean, it was the perfect length. What was it, six episodes eight, or seven? Eight episodes. Eight? Yeah. Okay. So it could have been It was a perfect shorter, length, yes, but... I agree, but like, at the same time, four episodes before they get together? That was a little... And then the fact that three of them don't even have costumes yet. Oh, God. So it's just one guy in a costume with three people. And not one of them goes... This fucking blind is weird, eh? Yeah. Like, I know they read the papers and they know who the devil of Hell's Kitchen is. Or at least now they know that yeah. he's a blind lawyer. But, like, that's probably the one thing that bugs me the most about the Netflix series is that, like, Jessica Jones not having a costume works. Yeah, that works. Absolutely. Luke Cage not having a costume works. Also works. First season of Iron Fist not having a costume kind of works, but it, at the same time, this is a guy that, like, had flowing monk robes for mm -hmm. most of his life, like, wouldn't that be, like, his sort of battle garb? Yeah. Instead of, like, Carhartt jackets and, I don't know, I don't know, it just kind of bugged me. No, I, I would have liked to have seen a costume, I would have liked or him. at least some semblance, or to cut you off of some semblance no, no, of a no. costume by the end of Iron Fist, because then at least I can go, I sat through 13 episodes of pure garbage just to get to this. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Have you watched season two yet? No. You should. I haven't seen season two, and I haven't seen season two of uh, Luke either. They're both pretty good. Are they both They're pretty both good? They're both pretty good. I loved Iron Fist. Myself. I know. And I like that they made this season 10 episodes. They should have done that, honestly, with pretty much all of their Marvel shows, 10 episodes, because it cuts that fat out of there. Ah, see, I just Daredevil's perfect at 13. Because I was going to say, like, season one, I didn't feel like there was any fat episodes. Yeah. Um, season two, I felt the same way. There was no fat episodes. There was just too many plots that were trying to string together. And then, of course, to try to get into Defenders. But... That's all fine. It's still a ridiculously good season. But season three is fucking... Holy shit. Holy shit. Like, my minor gripe about there being no costume is not even that big a deal. No. Because technically, you do get to see the costume in action. You know? Mm -hmm. But... I really hope that we get a season four. I do, too. I, I really, don't think it's really going to happen. I really do. But, so, Daredevil's another example of a character where... And more as an adult, I find the character to be more impactful because, I mean, like, like Stanley just sat there and said, let's make a guy blind and have him be a superhero because there's blind people out there, mm -hmm. you know? Like, okay. You don't see too many other people going like, well, you know, let's get a paraplegic superhero out there. Yeah. But I think you'll see that more now because of characters like Daredevil, you know, or even... Uh, Donald Blake, the alter ego of Thor. Yeah, yeah. He was a, a limp. He had a, a bum leg. Mm -hmm. That's why he had his cane. I think he should have invested in something that looked less like a stick, though. Just <laughs> <laughs> a straight up stick. It's this weird stick. Like, you couldn't make a deal with Odin and just be like, can you make it look cool? <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, just little things like that. And that's, I think, the big thing for me is that he he always seemed to be making stories to include people 
So whether it was, uh, you know, like the Hulk, or it's a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde type of thing, mm -hmm. you know, there are people that resonate with him, yep. that resonate with X-Men, that resonates with parts of the X-Men, you know what I mean? Because he didn't create all the X-Men, but, you know, the concept, mm -hmm. Spider-Man, like I said, like Daredevil, like, you're going to get somebody that goes, I like this, and I feel better because of this, like, Grant Morrison was saying in uh, one of my favorite podcasts with Kevin Smith, and he says, like, he likens it to pressing a button where just all these good feelings come from pressing this button, and he's literally like, why don't we press that button more? Why don't we press that button all the time, you know what I mean? And I was like, it makes perfect sense because you really are pressing a button or something inside goes, yeah, you know what, it is going to be okay. Yeah. You know, and I... They're fake. They're like this. This is not like real in any conventional sense, except that I can hold it and I can touch it and I can flip the pages. But I just love how it transports you to that place, makes you forget about your shit, and then when you're done from in that place, you can go, no, 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 no I can get this. Mm -hmm. You know, it is still a source of inspiration for me, and I'm 35. I'm rapidly approaching 36. Days away. Days away. Days away. And then away. from there, I'll be 40 before you know it. Yeah, it's the countdown. You know? Ah, the countdown's 50. The countdown's 50? I see the countdown's 50. I mean, the 50. countdown's always in the 10s for me. Like, it didn't matter yeah, when I hit true. 20, but then when I hit 30, I was like, wow, I'm 30. And then, like, you close it on a 40, like, holy shit. Mine was kind of like this. Oh, yeah, I'm 30. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Fuck. <laughs> I remember when my dad was 30. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when my dad was 30. I remember when my dad had no gray hair. Yeah. Yep. that. Yeah, I remember when you had no gray hair. And you? I have bits, I guess. There. Where is it? Actually, you're doing pretty good. That's you're right, motherfucker. I just did that to be a good. dick. I wonder what your facial hair would look like, though. Oh, it's splotchy? Yeah, but I wonder if it would have some gray in it. It actually doesn't. Because this started graying first on me before my hair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so far, nothing. Yeah? No, but uh, it's just black, like, dots. What about the leg hair? Still dark? Still dark. Wow. Still dark. I actually have a few silver chest hairs popping up. Still dark. The ah. 20 or 30 that I have in this general region, still dark. So, all right, if I go salt and pepper, that's not bad. Because no. Mr. Fantastic was a pretty sexy dude. Another one. Because of Fantastic Four... Because of that trippy balls out mind bending of mind bender of a comic book, you wouldn't have had half the comic books that are out there. Oh, that that's the one that kicked it off. Him and Kirby just that was it. That was a balls to we're the gonna, wall. We're gonna, we're gonna do a superhero comic. It's gonna be a family that was never done before. Yeah, a family. The, and like even just the uh, like right from the beginning, their identities, their secret identities weren't secret. Mm -hmm. It was just they had code names for sure. They weren't going to not call themselves by their real names yeah. in the field. Like, ah, man. So many good ones. And 95. Like, that's fucking incredible to have lived that long. And to go through some shit, too. I mean, I knew it was coming. When his wife died, Joan died last year. Yeah. I, I felt like he had maybe another year in him. Because that happened to both my grandfathers. And that's what I was going to say, too. Like, when I saw that, like, because uh, I had forgot that she passed away. So when I saw and her, his wife passed away, like, last year, I went, yeah, that's why. Yeah. That is exactly The heart why. just gives up. Well, I mean, you go, like, ugh, fuck, how long were they married for? 
I think it was like 70 beers. I, yeah, I was going to say, because I think that yeah. was his second white throw, wasn't it? I, I think it was his first. Either way. Actually, 70 years regardless. No, I think it was his first. 70, yeah. For some reason, I thought maybe he might have, but no. So, 70 years. So, you go 70 years hanging out with Adrian. You know? And Living then, life. All of a sudden, gone. And then she's gone. What are you going to do? He actually based uh, Peter Barker meeting Mary Jane off him meeting his wife. Oh, How cute. he felt meeting her. That's cute. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, do you think Tom Holland's going to play him in the biopic? Because he should. Do you see that picture of a young Stan Lee? What, the, the army one? I saw the army one. Is there... Yeah. You think he looks like Tom Holland? Yeah. He looks more Tom Holland than he does Biopic is going to happen real damn quick now. He's not, he doesn't look like Leonardo DiCaprio. Well, I mean... No. <laughs> Could but be worse, though. DiCaprio's, or was it Stan Lee wants to... Or wanted Stan Lee wanted DiCaprio. And DiCaprio said, sure, yeah, I'll do that. I wouldn't even. Yeah. I would. That's an Academy Award just winning here. It's the closest Stanley will get to winning an Academy Award, is Leonardo DiCaprio playing him in a biopic. Wow. Stanley's not an actor. Oh, well, I mean, come on. Best Cameo Award should become a thing now, in dedication. Yeah. At least just for in next memoriam, year. In memoriam, yeah. Just, just for next year, at least. So then who, like, who would be a, well, Matt Damon's usually pretty good for weird cameos. Yeah. Like, remember fucking Eurotrip? Yeah. That was the funniest fucking thing ever. He's got a lot of cameos when you think about it. And, like, he doesn't tell anybody. He's no. great about that. Yeah, just pops up. He pops up Scott and... Scott doesn't uh, know, and you're just like, what the fuck? Thor Ragnarok, he was in. <laughs> and then he was in uh, Deadpool. <laughs> Deadpool 2, right? He had that cameo in there. But I love that one because, like, if you didn't know it was him, you wouldn't have known it was him. I honestly... Yeah. You would you I, at no I point time recognize him. You, would you have been like, that's fucking Matt Damon, Jason Bourne gained weight, uh, bitches. No, you would have just been like, I don't know, who, I know who Alan Tudyk is because everybody does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. No, he does a lot of great cameos. I still think I love the one in Interstellar. Not that that's a cameo, but I love that no marketing. Yeah. Well, said it, anything about Matt Damon. It wasn't. I guess. I mean. Kind of a cameo in the sense that did he even get a credit like during the end credits? Did he even say? I don't name? remember looking actually. Now that I think about it, I just remember being. It's like, a long role though. It's Holy not just fuck, like Matt long. Damon! Yeah, and then you're like, oh, you're bad. I don't like you. You're a bad Matt Damon. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, that's oh, Stanley. Yeah. I wrote an article and I put it up on High Def Ninja. I had to get something out before we did this. I've been having a rough week with it. Yeah, I didn't realize you were having it that much, and then I saw the, or Michelle mentioned the post and how it's been the last three days. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, all right. Now, there is something of bottling up your emotions. I'm just going to say this. Okay. Because then you, like, you leave it. And then whenever an opportunity hits, and it's the worst time to ever have a meltdown, mm -hmm. then you have a meltdown and wreck everyone's day. Right? It's not just your day that's getting yeah. wrecked, but everyone around you, because they're like, I don't even know how to react to yeah. this shit. He is just blubbering. Out of nowhere, Hurricane Ken hit. Just boom. Yeah, exactly. Take cover. No, too late. I'm here. <laughs> that's gone. right. That's right. <laughs> Hope you guys are having a great day. Yeah. In fact, I don't care if you were. I'm like a Sharknado, just better. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go, Sharknado. Ken-nado. The Canado. The Canado? 
That's good, actually. That's not bad. It. Now I just picture like this tornado with just like odd shots of your face. That'd totally be my finishing move if I was a wrestler. Yeah. Here comes the tornado. You were Incredible Hulk's dad. Yeah. <laughs> just a giant fucking cloud just a swarm of swarm of CGI. Just everything, and you, you know, yeah. occasionally say things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but I have been having a tough week, and it's uh. He's been a huge part of my, nearly my entire life. My dad had that stack of old Stanley comics, right? Oh, yeah. Right from, like, three years on, he'd read me his Hulk and Thor and Daredevil. Not Hulk. Uh, Silver Surfer. I was going to say, Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer, Thor, and Daredevil. And it's funny, because, like, when you look at your dad, you don't think that he would be into Silver Surfer mm -hmm. or Thor. Daredevil, I can kind of see, because Daredevil's just kind of cool. Mm -hmm. The concept is really super cool. Yeah. But then you've got, like, these two, like, two sides of the same coin, so to speak, where you're just, like, out, out of left field gods and other gods and, like, you know, there's that mythology, but there's all this other shit. Yeah. And then you've got, like, Silver Surfer, this cosmic aspect, so I would have never guessed, like... Three totally different heroes. Never would have guessed that your dad would have just been like, yeah, those those are my boys. Those ones right there. And then you love the Marvel Western guys, like Two Gun Gator and Rawhide Kid. Oh, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You love the Marvel Westerns. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, when I, when I was young, young... Hold on. How'd your dad feel when they uh, made Rawhide Kid gay? I just told him the other day. Oh, really? Yeah. How'd he take it? Is he back in the hospital? <laughs> <laughs> he actually didn't really say too much. He's just like, well, two-gun gunner is my favorite. <laughs> That's all you need to hear. <laughs> so, yeah. Two-gun's still straight. We're good. Too bad Two-gun two wasn't out of his gay. I remember when they made the such a big... whole trio of them, yeah. When they made a big deal out of it, and they were just being like, huh. It made such a huge deal of it. Yeah. Like, Rawhead Kid didn't have a comic for years. And, and then they're just like, like, he's got a new comic out, and guess what? He likes dudes. Yeah. But here's the kicker. He always did. And I was just like, ah, okay. Okay. It was kind of the same Other than, like, I guys had. like my dad, no one's really caring. It seemed like, uh, I had the same feeling when they had Iceman, and they, they outed Iceman as being gay, and I was just like, okay, alright, like, we're having more gay characters, and that's cool. That's cool. I mean. But, like. Doesn't make sense when you saw forty years of like they tried hardcore to, going after girls. They tried to make it sound like it was just a cover, yeah, and that kind of stuff. But I'm sitting there going like, if young Jean Grey outed him like immediately, wouldn't old Jean Grey before she passed away also know that? Also know Professor X would have known. Elder, you know, any sort of telepath, mm -hmm. Psylocke, any sort of telepath would have been like. Hey, Bobby, it's cool. You don't have to do this. I know you're gay. Whenever you're ready to come out, yeah. let me know. And then just leave it. Instead of this retroactive, like, oh, no, I always was gay. I'm all for more gay characters, because like I said, like I want, I want as much inclusion, because while I liked that idea of like this secret group of comic book fans, yeah. and I'll defend it till the day I die, I also liked the idea that this comic book fandom is so huge. It's amazing when you look at it now. Like, cosplayers and just this San Diego, New York are just exploding. Yeah. It's just like, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, 30 years ago even, when we were in school, like, we were the losers. We read comics. Well, you were. I was super cool. Uh, oh. 
but you're pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand what you're remembering. <laughs> but I mean, like, you but know we had our own corner. Yeah, we right? had our own corner. We had our own corner. Which is probably the corner no one else wanted. And there was the rest of the class. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't want to say that we were the Because we talked to everybody. Right, was right. Five yeah, no, we were like, class. like, you know, yeah. If there was a hierarchy, I don't think we'd be at the bottom. We'd have cold bottle glasses taped up and, you know, like, we were normal dudes. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, that like high better school, things than high school was while. different, though, because, like, I have hung out with, like, the potheads and the stoners. Yeah. Which is the same thing. I don't know why I said two different words for it. Because <laughs> I also smoked pot, and then I was a bit of a stoner. Yeah, so, I know, I so my brain's not as yeah. cool as it used to be, but, like. But even then, like, it wasn't like we were the cool kids. We were just populated a section. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. But I, I still look at it and I go like, I think my life would have been infinitely harder if it wasn't for comic books. Comic books were, I mean, they still are not as much as they used to be, but they're special. I don't know if it's just like maybe I've outgrown the ideas of a lot of these characters, but I feel like I was able to relate to them a lot more as a kid than I do now. I find like, I, I'm more attracted to like the indie stories by Image and stuff. Well, that's fine. Like, you know, it's whatever presses that button, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I've been trying to get into X-Men and read some X-Men again, and I'm just like, it doesn't click with me anymore. And I was a massive X-Men fan. Yeah. Like, even before Grant Morrison, I read all the X-Men. Yeah, no. Even you were, during you were their even bad, shit runs. the dark periods. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was like, oh, Chuck Austin's a great writer. Yeah, that's why you, that's why you started writing comic books, right? Because right Chuck there. Austin? Right there. Yeah. And that's why I've never made it. That's that's probably it. You missed out. You should have just wrote sex comic books. I should have. And then somebody would have said, right "Hey, it. Chuck, these uh these sex comics." Yeah. Ever thought about doing X Men? That's only our biggest franchise. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I you know what? But I still find it like I still. But I think maybe that's why I reread so much. You do, yeah. You reread more than I do because I think that's probably I got too many why audience. I reread so much because I like to go back and then feel that same feeling. Like honestly, like if I'm really feeling down in the dumps, I'll rip through uh, All Star Superman and come out of that feeling like, okay, you know what? I can do this. I can actually get through all of this. Or uh, I'll do the same with the Ultimate Spider Man run because, mm. like, I didn't realize when I was reading it, and, he, and we reference it every once in a while, but like. He gets shit on. That entire run is just like, oh yeah, you have it pretty good? <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. And I always find like the the pinnacle of that series is when Fury's like, I created the Spider Slayers because I thought that we were literally looking at the creation of the world's greatest supervillain. And you didn't do it. And I'm so happy and I'm so proud. You know, I'm just like, see, that's incredible that they were able to write this kid. To be able to take all that shit and still go, no, I can do the right thing. And I mean, so that's an example of something where maybe I'm not feeling so hot, but I read that and I go, you know what, fucking rights I can do this. So I can still, I, like that. Yeah. I still channel that, I still press that button, so to speak, because sometimes you just need it. And it's different from, it's different from like, say, Michelle saying, hey, you got this. It doesn't, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't mean anything. But it's almost like, well, you know, she has to say it. You have to say, hey, when you can find it within yourself, 
it's a lot more powerful. It's exactly. appreciated when someone else says, you got this. Yeah. Like, I don't take it lightly. But when you can find it in yourself. That's when I'm like, that's okay. That's on another level. All right. And yeah. comic books still help me with that. Yeah. New comic books, not so much. Mm. I find, like, I'm uh, in and out with certain books. Like, Batman I was in almost exclusively with yeah. the Tom King run. Now I'm on the outs after they didn't get married. And I'm just kind of like, ugh. 50 issues is, <laughs> come on. And then uh, Nightwing, they put a bullet in his head, and now he's uh, Rick Grayson. <laughs> and he kind of remembers being Nightwing, but he's not sure if he wants to be a hero. And I'm just like, ah, I don't really. I mean. It, it, that's, see, that's darker stuff that's not fun, though, right? Like, if you were going to comics to feel better, that's not going to make you feel better. I don't mind if a comic book has a bit of a dark run to it. Yeah. Because it's always going to do this, right? It's going to come back. And yeah. life does that. Yeah. Right? But, you know what? Like, what it is is the story doesn't speak to me. Right. That's all it is. The story mm -hmm. doesn't speak to me. I'm not as hooked. I don't really... Because I know how it's going to end. It's going to end with Rick Grayson being back to Dick Grayson, right? Yep. Uh, he might be a little bit, he might have a little bit of a character tweak because there might be aspects of Rick Grayson that he liked, but ultimately he's going to be the same Dick Grayson that I've been reading for a better part of my life. Like Frost his tips? He might frost his tips. Right now he's bald. Wow, see? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So he'll have a mohawk. At least half and half. Yeah, I mean, maybe they might tweak the costume a bit to reflect Dick and Rick Grayson. <laughs> They couldn't call him Rich, eh? No, yeah. Rick. Rick Grayson. <laughs> but they spell it just R-I-C. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I don't get it either. I mean, they spelled D-I-C-K. Yeah, know. there was a K with the dick. Whatever. But so, I kind of, I understand, I guess what I'm saying is I understand where you're coming from, where you're just like, I don't, the comics today don't speak to me like they used to. And that's why you go, you gravitate towards indies because it speaks to you. Yeah, I, I'm some fresh maybe. Like I don't know what it is. I, I'm really enjoying. See, yeah, everything's different, right? Because I'm really enjoying Venom right now. I never liked Venom growing up, so that's a flip. I was never a huge fan of Ben either. Like even when they did the Lilo Protector stuff, I was like, yeah, okay. Just didn't really nothing. I don't he know. was one of those ones where. The concept is always really cool, mm -hmm. you know? Speaking of which, actually, before I forget, The Green Lantern by Grant Morrison. Did you read it? Yeah. Yeah, I got it in my, uh, I got the physical copy. It's the... really good. Yeah? Yeah. I got a physical copy of that, and I got a physical copy of Wonder Woman 58 with, um, what's her name? Oh, Big Planet. No, no, no. No? That, that, that's the uh, Black Label one, right? Uh, oh, right, yes. This is the, uh, what's her name? Something Wilson. The writer of Marvel. Oh, Willow. Willow G. Wilson. Yeah, her yeah. and Corey Nord. Jesus Christ. Or Carrie Nord. Carrie Nord. Carrie yes. Nord. Because I remember him new from Daredevil team. Run. New creative team, yeah. That actually sounds promising. With Terry Dodson on covers. Oh, fuck. It's a good looking book. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's going to be banging it out of the park. I know. I know. So I got that on hold too. I'm pretty psyched to read Well, that. I got to tell you, the, the Green Lantern is actually really cool. Yeah. It's an interesting take on Hal Jordan. Um, and I don't want to say too much just because I want you to read it. Although I will say this as great as Liam Sharp's art is in this book, and it is 
awesome. The colorists are bang out too. Should have been Frank Whiteley. Mm-hmm. I sh- I saw the uh, the variant cover. The variant cover, and I was like, "Why did you do this to me? <laughs> you should never have shown me this." You know. That's what I put it on hold too. I got the, oh I my got the god! Because that's board. like looking at a Superman book with Gary Frank art, and then you flip into it, and random artist. I'm not going to name a name because I don't want them to be like, "Ah oh, man," but that's the same feeling. We're just like. Couldn't continue? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's so frustrating. Oh, no, that looks really good. Um, but yeah, so getting back, like, my dad would read me the comics, right? Before bed. Yeah. And we'd read the whole thing. We'd read the letter pages and everything. Did he do different voices? My dad? Yeah. I don't think so. Because if he was smart, his voice would be like Thor. And then he would do like these lame voices for everyone else. I don't. I don't think he did voices. I have to ask him. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know. I don't think. He I did feel that. like he would be like, "I'm Thor," and then everyone <laughs> else, he'd be like, his idea of what a voice would sound like. <laughs> yeah. That's really cool that he read you those comics, though. Yeah, well, he started when I was really young. He would read me his Archies, right? Because they were lighthearted. Of course. And then when I got to around four or five, he started reading me the, the lighter Marvel stuff. The darker ones he would say for older, you know. Well, and I mean, we, and really? we made her th- way through all of them. What was dark, though? Like, because at that and time. with period, violence, right? Like punching and kicking. Like, oh, okay. Because I was going to say, at that time period, like even Daredevil, which is normally a darker book in general, yeah. wasn't. Yeah. You know? That was more of a swashbuckling superhero at that time. Those were his three guys. He had one issue of Amazing Spidey, one issue of Incredible Hulk, one issue of Fantastic Four. Everything else was Silver Surfer, Daredevil. Well, I mean, like, you know, it's like... Oh, he had a few Captain Americas, too. He did. He liked yeah, Captain America. But I mean, like, that's like when I was growing up, because I, I didn't have lots of money. Mm-hmm. So when I did have money to buy comic books, it was just the core. It was the Spider-Mans. Yeah. It was the X-Men. Yeah. It was the, the Robins. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I would buy growing And Nightwing, too. Those are the four growing up. And when I actually could physically buy comic books, those are the four. I bought most of the run of the Clone Saga. <laughs> which, which I actually liked. <laughs> I, I had, like... I mean, sure, it was shocking that uh, the Peter Parker that I grew up with was actually a clone, mm-hmm. and Ben Riley was the real Spider-Man. But I liked it. I thought it was cool. <laughs> you know, he had the Scarlet Spider web shooters yep. on the outside. Yep. They updated his costume, which still looked pretty cool. I had a bunch of those amazing ones with the Mark Bagley or Oh. Yeah. But, like, that's the other thing. Like, like fuck. Everyone shits on that era. And I can see it. Now, now, like when you look back at it, you're just like, yeah. I, but I feel like if I read those books again, I'd still be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you get like the jackal with the like stereotypical '90s bad guy with the glove, like fucking up to here, yeah, fingerless, and then a leather jacket on top of that. Oh, I forgot, he's got a t-shirt too. So he's wearing a t-shirt, gloves that go up to here, all leather. Still pretty cool, though. I mean, Spider-Side. I think it was around 95 where I started collecting, like, Wolverine full-time. Yeah, I think so, too. Before that, I just, like, gravitated to anything that had, like, you know, a crazy gimmicky cover. Like, the hologram covers and the, the 2099 covers with, the, like, the foil rim. Okay, but to be fair, uh, Spider-Man 2099 was awesome. Yeah. Ravage 2099? Awesome. Or was it Ravage? I think Ravage. you pronounce it Ravage. Ravage. But I always said Ravage. 
But didn't Stanley actually confirm? Stanley wrote that. Yeah, he wrote it, and he confirmed that it was Ravage, wasn't Ravage? it? Ravage. I want to say Ravage, though, because that's the actual It just word. looks like, I always, I think I said Ravage. But even Doom 2099. Yeah. Like, who'd have thought? <laughs> X-Men 2000. I didn't yeah. like that one. Didn't like that one. That one I didn't like at all. No, I think the last one to come out was Ghost Rider 2099. Ghost Rider and Hulk. Oh, right, Hulk was out, yeah. too. Those were both bitchin' cool. Hulk looked like Pit. Yeah, like he just did. like he did. Like look, a pit that's right. He definitely did look like Pit, and yeah. then uh, but Ghost Rider, they both looked really awesome though. Those those two when they were drawn by the original, because I think it was Jay Lee that did uh, Hulk twenty ninety nine. No, it wasn't. Anyway, I'll, I'll have to look. They, yeah, were, they were look. good artists. They were good artists. Yeah. So, but I mean, like that's what I picked up, right? Like I bought that kind of stuff, and then like. I really like the weird Marvel characters, like Darkhawk, Sleepwalker. Darkhawk wasn't that weird though. Nomad, and I liked Sleep. I liked uh, Deathlock. Sleepwalker was. You were a real big fan of Sleepwalker, and I was like, he looked cool. He looked cool. Yeah. Later on, you realize you're like, he really doesn't have a power. He just kind of floats. He's an alien that yeah. shows up when uh when Buddy sleeps, mm-hmm. and then fights crime while he sleeps. Okay. Uh, Darkhawk was cooler. I was like Darkhawk a lot. I, I really loved Darkhawk because, like, that was your uh, your new version of Spider Man. Yeah, you know, it was the same thing they did in the seventies with Nova, mm-hmm. or the band called Nova. But the same thing. They just they took the template that you know Stanley had done and said, okay, well, why don't we do it this way? Right, and even with the new Nova, he's a young kid, mm-hmm. Sam Alexander. Yeah, young kid being Nova. It works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally works. <clears throat> So yeah, I mean, like I followed Stan my entire life because we we would read those. I would see Stanley in the in the back issues and everything. Didn't really click for a while who he was, but we were reading his letters together and everything. Oh yeah. Then the Marvel Universe trading cards came out in nineteen ninety that we were collecting. Oh my god. And we got that one card called Mister Marvel, and it was Stan Lee. Yes. With all the Marvel characters. Yes. And I was all I was like, who is this? Like this is not a comic character. First, I thought it was a comic character. Yeah, I never had that card. See, because like. You destroyed the first series. I didn't get too many of those, but the second series, because we had the spelling bees or yeah. whatever in uh, yeah. Mrs. Parr's play class. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Parr, sorry. Yeah. And yeah, like, that was actually a really cool gimmick. What are you guys into? Comic cards? I'll buy those. Whoever wins. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, that was sweet, and I got hooked on <clears throat> So did I. Fuck you. How yeah. could you not? Yeah, they were awesome. For kids that didn't really care two fucks about baseball mm-hmm. <laughs> or hockey. Yeah. I remember I went one stint where, like, grade five, grade six, I watched hockey because a couple of kids, like, when I went to uh, St. Jude, yeah. the kids all watched hockey and they all played sports. So I was watching it. And then after a while, I was like, well, yeah, I don't care about this shit. I watched the hardcore, too, for about a good couple of years. Two I had, like, years. an L.A. King's jacket and everything. And... Oh, yeah. I was big yeah. at the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. That was my team. Uh, and uh, they barely won. <laughs> man, Pavel Bure. I was just like, who's the big star? Gretzky? Okay, he's my guy. I'm going to follow him to all his teams. Yeah, where I was like, who's the underdogs? Yeah. Vancouver? Nobody really likes Vancouver? I like Vancouver. Yeah. And then two years later, I was like, ah, I don't really care. Yeah. Mine kind of dwindled like that, too. Just yeah. Uh, and then we had the Marvel Action Hour in the 90s. That's right. Stanley would introduce uh, Fantastic Four and Iron Man. One hour of cartoons. He also did the voiceovers for the Incredible Hulk cartoon. Yeah, he did that. He had a he had a animated cameo in the Spider-Man cartoon. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
like, and that's where I started to notice him more and more. And more. Once you and notice then, him, though, then you're just like, oh yeah, yeah. Then that's it. Like you just. And then you start just to learn more about him and mm-hmm. you follow him. Because I mean, we obviously weren't alive when he was big at Marvel Comics doing all his stuff. Yeah. But I, I still got to grow up with him because of my dad. Yeah, exactly. So like, his work was always just something. Yeah. You know, like for thirty years, I'm talking like pretty much in my entire lifetime, I've known who Stan Lee was. Exactly, he was one of the first guys behind the comic book scenes that I knew. Yeah, who he was, you know, and that was also another reason why you start picking up on artists and writers and stuff like that. Where, like Michelle, goes like, man, like you know names and dates and stuff like that. And it's like that's all we did. We watched movies, we read comic books, and we just lived that to the point where you know, we're literally like in an arm wrestling match over like 93, 94 that's when this movie came out, you know, and it's just like Adrian's the same way with me, like she can't believe it, but I'm like, well, I'm not into sports, look at these people like like hockey, my dad with NASCAR, he can name all these race car drivers, yeah forever, exactly, I would never remember that, exactly, but artists and, and writers and actors and directors, yeah. like that stuff clicks with dates Literally watching a movie and seeing a guy in the background go, oh, that guy, he was in this movie. Yeah. And it's like, I am kind of a dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Literally, I, uh, Michelle and I the other night watched uh, The Outlaw King. Right, I got the, uh, it, that looks pretty good. Is it's it actually good? pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. Interesting side note, though. Uh, in Braveheart. Remember the really old dude, the father that like that couldn't be killed? Yep, yep. He's in this movie. Really? That's right. I picked him out too. I said I think that's the guy from Braveheart. He was old and Braveheart. Not really. He just looked it. Because so he's older in this movie. Almost twenty five years ago. Already. But Michelle and I did the same thing. I was like, I look. It kind of looks like him, but I don't think it is because he was old in that movie. Wikipedia, or not even uh, IMDb. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty funny. I was like, I can't fucking believe that. Yeah, no, I want to check that out. I was like, holy crap, Chris Pine in a Netflix yeah, film. Yeah, he's actually got a ridiculously good Scottish accent. Yeah? Ridiculously good. Like, I kept forgetting the guy was American. <laughs> and, like, I knew it. I knew he's American. The whole time watching it, I'm like, this American's got a really good Scottish accent. But later, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right, he's American. <laughs> it's it's actually that good. I'm looking forward to checking it out. I just finished... Uh... The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, and? Masterpiece. Ah, it is, eh? Masterpiece. It's so much more than just another scary TV show. Like, there is, like, it deals with mental illness and family. Don't tell me too much, because that's one on my my pull list, so to speak, for a while. It's so good, man. It's just like, it's one of those where I'm like, I know that I gotta be in the right mood to watch it. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, replaying the Daredevil stuff and the Defenders... You can watch it or have it in the background yeah. and still be kind of there. Mm-hmm. This is, again, that's a show where I'm like, I, I got to watch this. So if I'm not in the mood to watch it, then I... Yeah, I generally try... Like, I'm usually doing something else while I'm watching TV. I only have so much time in the day, so I try to do two things at once. Oh, yeah. Right? No, no, no. That show, I couldn't do anything else. See, I, didn't, I didn't look at my phone. I didn't look at my computer. I was just like... That's what I want. Oh that's what I want. God. That's like when I was watching... Uh, when I finally finished Train to Bassoon for Busan. We gotta look that up. I would say it for our uh, fantastic. I'm just gonna say Train to Bassane because it sounds awesome. Bassane. Train to Bassane. Anyway, um, so like that one, I started watching it kind of like kind of, huh, huh. mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay. Yeah. 
It was the first uh, zombie change. The first person that turned turned to a zombie because I was like, that is quick and disgusting. Yeah, it's a. I don't know, and then all of a sudden, up and running. Just yeah, like, but like all weird, and they do all these like weird jerks and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, that must have been a bitch to film because yeah. fuck, like everyone's just like, oh, this hurts. Yeah. Man, I'm not gonna say too much just because. We'll get to that. Yeah. <clears throat> this is uh, this is probably the most rambling we've done in a while. It is, and I I mean. Like I, I was, ex- I was thinking, go straight with the Stanley talk and just do it and wrap. But I'm kind of enjoying rambling because it's making me not just feel like I'm slowly breaking down into like crack. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of hoping that you don't. Like, and I, I think part of me is subconsciously going, "Okay, I'm we're really, getting, we're I getting don't want to use this, and we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring, bring it back. back." Because, like, I mean, the biggest thing is, is that, like, like for me personally. Um, as sad as it is, as it is that he is he's passed on, it's like I said right away. There's a legacy involved. Yeah. You know, I can, like, for the rest of my life, I can go back and I can go, man, look at the things that he created, and still be touched by it, and still be empowered by it, and still feel like you know what, like I'm still, you know, a, a great dude, even though maybe today I don't feel like I'm the greatest. Yeah. You know, I can yeah. look back at all these things. Um, you know, it's the same feeling I get with, like, Superman and Batman. But, depending on the writers for those characters, because, like, those characters can feel more, like, Batman in particular can feel more godlier than Superman, depending on who he's writing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like, that's one of the things, like, Grant Morrison's run, he's, like, the uber-mensch Batman. Nobody can beat him. But there is a very human element within Grant Morrison's run, which is why it doesn't alienate me as much. But sometimes you're just like, yeah, of course Batman does everything. Batman yeah. can beat every single hero known to man at once, no less, as long mm-hmm. as he's got what? Prep time. You know? Whereas, I, I wonder if it's just kind of a creation, or like a, sort of like a hidden sort of thing you have to have, but like with Spider-Man, Spider-Man doesn't win all the time. No, and that's what I love about it. Spider-Man gets knocked down. Spider-Man that's gets actually, beaten. That's actually all the Marvel characters are built for. Because that's how they were all created. They were be... all created to have some sort of a human tie so that kids will read them and go, I I could be like him. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, even with Captain America First Avenger, I was I really didn't like the fact that they made Chris Evans really short in that movie mm-hmm. because he wasn't like that in the comic books until I watched the movie and then I was like actually that works you know and then of course it hit me a lot harder because I was like yeah I was, I was that kid you know mm-hmm. um, I didn't stand up as much as I, I wish I, sh- I, I did back in the day I was uh, more of a runner you know but then I watched those movies and I was like but like just these things that he has with his characters yeah, you know like like I said, Spider Man constantly gets knocked down. Spider Man gets back up. Well, that's the story, right? You know, just keep getting up. And that's what I mean. Like I look at it now, and I'm going like, it is a beautiful uh, allegory for life. Every single thing in comic books is some sort of allegory to life. Mm-hmm. Every supervillain is just something bad that's happening in your life. And sure, it might knock you down, but you got to get up. Because it will get better. You will get better. You will overcome this bad guy. 
whether it's crippling debt, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, there's plenty of that going around. I don't know if it's crippling just yet. <laughs> Might be making it sound worse than it is, but like, but that's always an example of something where if you look at it like that, or maybe work's not going so great. Yep. You know? Or maybe your relationship with your wife or your best friends aren't going so great. So like that's like a super villain you gotta overcome. But as long as you keep getting up um, and keep moving forward. <laughs> you gotta overcome. I'm gonna hit you in the face with a hammer just so I can overcome this moment. That's what Thor would do. Don't that would work. That would not work. That would not work. Because then you'd have created your own super villain. You. I am a super villain. Oh no. <laughs> Doctor you also can't use that as a get-out-of-jail-free card. You can't just be like, well, I did that in the comic books. Come on. Seriously. Thor just kind of shrugged it off. Yeah. No. Beat up his brother all the time. Uh, and there's so many good cameos over the years. I remember the first one in X-Men. Blew my fucking mind. Him and the hot dog stand on the beach. I was like, and what I the fuck? I was like, fuck? oh my god, it's Stan Lee. And then it happened against Spider-Man. And you're like, oh, Stan Lee. And yeah. it just kept happening. You're like, oh, this is a thing right, now. Right, because he grabs the girl. This is a thing. Yeah. Lips. And then when it became a thing, then it became, okay, who is he this time? Yeah. When is he going to show up this time? And I love that that all those studios, like before the MCU even existed, all those comic characters were at different studios, and they all got Stan Lee. Exactly. That's amazing. It is incredible. Universal gone for Hulk, you know, Fox gone for Fantastic Four and Daredevil. I hope, well... I hope they have his last one filmed. Well, apparently James Gunn, before the, the thing, Ugh. shot a bunch of cameos in advance. Okay. So, <clears throat> I think they have right up to Avengers 4. Maybe Far From Home, because he was Far still alive. Home. I'm thinking Far From Home is going to be his last one. Yeah. That would be fitting. That Actually, that would, that would be really fitting, just for him to... But it's... Uh, it's... That's one of his most. His famous final one. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a big one. It's gonna really hit. Hard. Yeah, because <laughs> like I'm already kind of thinking about it now. And I'm just like that's gonna be the last. He has a cameo in the Spider-Man game. I thought. He has I know. He's an animated cameo in Into the Spider-Verse. I know. I caught the like clip of that, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Because like, because like you know, I'm I'm on this race to get a PS4 Pro. Yeah. I'm on this race, okay. Every time you're this close to the finish line, I know. That's why I'm not talking about too much. Again. I'm not talking about it too much. Okay, I'm not getting too gung ho, mm -hmm. but I'm on this race to get it, just so that like I can play Spider Man, just so I can do that, and Hitman, and Hitman Two. You know, <clears throat> and this just gets bigger. Well, the list is huge. The list is that's what you do with the PS3. You got a PS3 later in the, in the run, and then you have like a hundred games to pick from. Yeah, exactly. The best part is, is that you own most of them, so I can just borrow them off you. There you go. So it works out perfectly yep. for me. One shot of the Colossus. I'll rent. Oh, uh, yeah, actually, holy shit. I saw some of the screenshots. Or no, I was watching the Red Brad yeah. play, but I had to stop just because I was like, I can't, because this is like, holy. Horizon, the new God of War. New God of War was one I, I was against until I saw gameplay, and I was like, holy fuck. Uncharted 4. Holy fuck, Uncharted just 4. Just goes on and on. Uh, Last of Us 2. Yeah, I just got the Spyro trilogy. And? I haven't played it yet. I'm still working on Spidey. But it's the remaster PS1. I know, I know. It's, it's the, the same original thing I trilogy. To do with the, uh, the Crash ones. Yeah. See, Spyro, Spyro is my game. 
Spyro was my jam too. I didn't get into Crash until Crash Three. Warped is amazing. Yeah. I played the other two, and they're okay. They're all right, but I love Crash Warped. That's the pinnacle. Mm. But I remember Spyro Two was Ripto's Rage was just awesome. Like yeah. I loved Spyro. I remember playing it at your place, but Spyro Two I thought was just amazing. It was the same feeling I had with Donkey Kong Country Two. Donkey Kong Country, awesome. Donkey mm. Kong Country Two, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like, just fucking crazy cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm pumped about that. It's funny, too, because I'm basically going to go from Spidey to Spyro, so I'm doing Insomniac to Insomniac. That's not really funny. That's funny to you. It's funny to me. It was funny to me. <laughs> if I said that to Adrian, like, she'd be like, what are you talking about? She'd also be like, haha. <laughs> okay. Thanks for vagging me in the stairs, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> It's a guest thing. She said, oh, Chris is coming over. I got a vacuum. I was like, I don't really think he's going to give a fuck. I literally sat there and said, yeah, you didn't really have to. No. No, it's just got to get done. He's, I understand that, but you didn't have to do that. Yeah. No, yeah, no, it's no big deal. It's, it's got to get done. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, okay. Shrug it off. All right. Yeah, no, it's that's fine. No, yeah, whatever. Mean, it's the same shit at my place where it's mm -hmm. just like, Oh, we got guests coming over two weeks from now? Got a clean house now? Mm -hmm. Okay, but what happens in two weeks? Oh, we'll clean the house again. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but why do you make it sound like we have to clean the house now for a two-week period? <laughs> <laughs> sweep, and then sweep again. Sweep, sweep again. Um, dust, dust again. Mm -hmm. um, make sure that uh, everything that's around the house that is normally fine, is nowhere to be seen because guests don't need to see that. Mm -hmm. Your car keys, they don't need to be on the table, even though you leave them there all the time. Oh. They need to be on the hook where I've been wanting you to put them for so long, it's disgusting. Just get it out, buddy. Yep, just get it out. Okay. The moment. Just put it on the hook and then we later on when they're gone, we were talking that about fucking keys stuff. go right back on the goddamn table <laughs> because this is my spot. What the hook? Table, it's got my wallet, Yeah. car keys, Whatever else I decided to put yeah. there at that moment. The idea is for you to just go to one spot and there it is. Not like exactly. There's my wallet. Where did I box the keys? No, wait, hold on. I put my wallet here, which is where my wallet goes. Then I put my keys over there, which is where my keys go. And then I put my bag, which is where my bag goes. Then I got to grab the food from the kitchen because that's where the food goes naturally. It's the kitchen. Food should be in the kitchen. Okay, and then yeah. I got to go all the way upstairs from my clothes, go all the way downstairs, jump in the shower, then remember the five different spots where all this stuff is, or. Right there, one spot. Boom. Yeah. Then they wonder why guys get ready a lot quicker than women. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you don't have to do as much. No, we have it down to a science. Mm -hmm. Okay? In the shower, 10 minutes tops. Tops. Okay? If you're longer than 10 minutes, you're jerking off. That's true. Okay? How long do you take? I've had my long days. Exactly. I'm not jerking off. I'm yeah, not doing Sure, buddy. There's those days, though, where, like, I have a headache, and I just run the water, hot water on my neck, and it feels yeah. so good. Oh. Oh, my head, it feels so much better now. Yeah. Continue. You shit before your shower, or do you shit after your shower? Shit before shower. What if you're in the shower, and then you got to shit? Do you go back in the shower? I hold it. I'm not fucking sad. All day. I don't hold it all day. I got stomach issues, but I can hold it for the extra minute that I'm in the shower. I, I don't mean like take a dump in the shower. No, I know that, but you're saying like get out, yeah. dump, yeah. 
go back in. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. No, no, no. Wait till I'm done. So I'm done. Yeah. Dry off. Mm -hmm. Shit. Go back to my getting ready routine. Okay. So you clean up and then you go and work with a dirty ass. Do you not wipe your bum when you shit? <laughs> oh, is that what that paper's for? I just draw pictures on it. That's bullshit because you don't have any drawing utensils in the bathroom. It's in the shower. It's in the shower. Okay. Well, yeah. fair enough. Fair enough. I'll look the same at that area, next time. right? Look at that next time. Yeah. Pick the weirdest thing to draw on, though. That's the shittiest type of paper. Right. But if I can nail that, I can nail anything. That is true. Mm -hmm. I, I enjoy your comics-related confidence. <laughs> <sighs> you know, the one thing I got to say, though, is... Uh, I'm kind of glad that I didn't look at uh, Kevin Smith at all in the wake of this news. <laughs> He's been posting it every day and I've been reading it every day. It's great because I'm not crying enough as it is every day. But that's the thing. Like, like he is such an emotional guy. Like, I'm an emotional guy. I thought, like, I, I cried a lot. Yeah. This guy, this guy, like, almost cries when he talks about comic books all the time. He cries about everything. Cries about the Flash. He's just very passionate about things. Which, yeah, but... I mean, we're passionate, but... I'm sure a lot of tears are coming from the weed. Oh, yeah, that's right. You've never been high before. I'm yeah. fucking joking. Bro. That's not how that works. I know that's not how it works. When, I haven't been high before, but I also know that's not how that would work. Yeah. The, uh, sometimes, sometimes when I'm, re like, when I'm really drunk, then, like, certain stuff that I, like, Steve, like, my buddy that passed away, yeah. Just coming up with the one year anniversary. On my birthday no less. Yeah, right. So it's a hard it's a hard November. That one that one snuck out at me at our Christmas party mm -hmm. on the way home. Once we got home I remember I don't I vaguely recall it from Michelle Edwards like, yeah, I got that one. So like booze is the one where you're gonna cry more. Just so you know. I don't know if I really cry with booze or not. Yeah, but like I mean Basically, because I'm usually at like a happy event when I'm Right, but I was at a happy event, but then all of a sudden, like, I got to a certain point where now the booze, booze mind is going, hey, it's time for you to think about all the stuff that bothers you. Yeah. Yeah. Remember your buddy, Steve? And then it's just like, <laughs> so. Booze mind. Yeah. Booze brain. Booze brain is great for a while, and then it turns a switch, and then you're just like a blubbery mess. That'd be a great super villain, booze brain. No, it's embarrassing. It's like, and just like, I hate it. Like, absolutely hate it uh, when it happens. Hopefully, it doesn't happen anymore. But we'll see what happens. I know the easy answer is don't drink, but <laughs> let's be serious. Here. Yeah, I mean, you can't on. call yourself a highly functioning alcoholic and not do any sort of alcohol. <laughs> if I ever become a highly functioning alcoholic, though, <laughs> yeah, Michelle will be the first one to be like, nah. That's not how you're going to live your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, I don't know. Do you have anything else? Yeah. Good. I, I've i been fortunate enough to meet Stan three times in my life. Yeah. <clears throat> Basically because he was a hero of mine my whole life. And I've always wanted to do a comic around 2011 I guess 2010 maybe and I say you know what he's like 90 now still kicking he's still going to these things I gotta save money a little bit that's incredible I only live once I gotta go meet my hero <clears throat> a lot of people say don't meet your hero 
I don't know. I hear and I've, I've met guys that I that I respect where afterwards I'm like, ah, I should not have met him. I have met celebrities like that. Like who? Nathan Fillion. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, you buried this one because this is the first time I've ever heard of him. Ah, uh, just, I don't know. It, it, was, it was strange. Was he just a douchebag? Yeah. I was like, I stood in this line for two hours to meet him. It was about 15 from the front. And then he sends this guy out from the room, and the guy's walking out. He's like, Nathan's right hand is hurting him today. He slept on the funny. Don't shake his hand. Don't shake Nathan's hand. Don't shake Nathan's hand. Okay. Okay. Well, I go in there, and here's a guy I've loved for so long, and what do I do? I go shake his hand, right? It's just like, oh, my God, right? It's just... Yeah. So I did. I don't know if I'd have been able to not do that either because, like, I'm a handshaker by nature. Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's one of those things that even though they just told me, I'd be so caught up in the moment that I'd just be like, oh, oh, I loved you in Firefly. I know. I was so excited. And I shook his hand. And he went, ah. And then he was so cold to me the whole time I was in there. Like, didn't talk to me. Hardly smiled in the picture we took. The picture. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Like, literally went, ah! Yeah, like... Uh, like you were breaking yeah. his head. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, uh, that was a little, like, I walked out of there like, yeah. he was a douche to you. And I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I met I met him, uh, Norman Reedus, and Ron Perlman that weekend. <clears throat> and Nathan was the one I was most excited to meet. Yeah, no kidding. Actually, then, uh, Ron then, Perlman would have been mine. Yeah, but, you know, I was bigger than Firefly and everything then. I was bigger than Firefly too, but, like... Ron Perlman is a freaking sweetheart. I walked in... Did you take it out on a date? You did. Oh, man. How was it? I got the escargot. The what? What? Escargot. Oh, you got the escargot. Very nice. Very nice. No, you know, he was such a nice guy. He's like, hey, how you doing? Shook my hand, was talking to me, we were doing pictures, gave me a pat on the back on the way out. Like, just like, that's awesome. That's Especially because, awesome. uh, in comparison, he's, what, 30 years older than Nathan Fillion? Mm-hmm. Sure, he's, like, a million feet tall. Yeah. He's fucking giant. I actually, I uh, didn't know, realize this was him, but I actually grew up with Ron Perlman. With Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. My mom loved that show, mm-hmm. and I remember watching it and just being like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, all the other movies that he's been in, you're just kind of like, oh, hey, that guy. And then I, Wikipedia hits, and you're like, Wait, that guy was that guy? I don't know. Whoa! He's I almost want to rewatch so the show, but then I heard it's actually garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear it's not that great. <laughs> yeah. And I then, vaguely like, remember it. Like I just, I remember it being like, uh, I think she's a cop, uh, and it's Linda Hamilton, actually. Yep. So she's a cop, and he is, he's a beast, mm-hmm. living in the sewers with the other sewer people. And there's kind of a conflict, like yeah, he's a he protects her, but there's also some sort of conflict with the people in the sewers. I'm not quite a hundred percent really, but uh, I don't know. He looked cool as fuck. He looked so cool. He looked cool. Like, yeah. He looked awesome. Yeah. So yeah, people say don't meet your heroes. Anyway, you were saying you met. I went to New York. <laughs> well, here's a well, here's the thing. Sorry. Just. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my hand. And then just cold. And then I, yeah. I'll just get so a like, stamp out for you. I still like watching his acting and like everything now, but now I'm just always gonna have that memory. Like, oh, 
I don't know. Maybe I just caught you on a bad day, but... Well, you almost broke his hand. So there's that. But then two hours later, I went to his panel, and he came on stage. He's like, hey, everybody! And put it on this big show and everything. I was just like, New Year, just a douche. No, he's a douche. Yeah, like, <laughs> I don't know. You don't go from this, oh, whatever asshole, to just being like, hey, everybody, yeah. I love you. It's because... You paid 50 bucks to meet me and take a photo with me? You're a piece of shit. He can't do anything other than genre shit. Mm. He's not a huge star. He's not a really great actor. Think about it. Well, he's usually the same character. He's Nathan Fillion. He's usually just Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if I were him, I'd probably be nice for my fans. That's why I didn't want to meet Bruce Campbell, because I kind of get the this, this feeling that Bruce would not be the greatest in person either. Yeah, he's he's one of those ones where like you never know. Yeah, I'm kind of like know. I don't know about Bruce, so I'm not going to meet Bruce. I watched his panel and I enjoyed it greatly, but I feel like if I met him in person, I don't know how that. Would it go. might be one of those things where, because like you got to figure too, like they sit through like, let's just say on average at these comic cons, let's say a thousand people a day. Mm -hmm. That's. Probably a pretty good estimate, right? Yeah, so I'd be getting pretty grumpy. If by you're like, like eight hundred and fifty-seven, yeah, in the line of a thousand, like but even for me, I generally love people shouting me with praise. Mm. I think at eight fifty-seven, I might just be like, "Yeah, I'm your favorite." <laughs> no, I know. Let's take a picture. This is the one that Michelle hates. I love that one. So That's I, the greatest. I look so happy. In yeah. It. <laughs> Yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, okay, yeah, here, thanks. Yeah. And then the next one, eight fifty eight, come on up. I think at that point, maybe I might say things like, "Just tell them my fucking hand is sore, so I don't have to touch them." Yeah. <laughs> it just seems like a really like. I don't want to wear I gloves because people get weird when you wear gloves. I just want I, these people are fucking gross. Yeah. I think eight fifty nine is jerking off right now. I don't want to <laughs> touch their hands anymore. Must be in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how you know. You know, hey, it's longer than 10 minutes, and they come out, and they're happy. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's not like, oh, God, i got to go to work. It's like, woo, everything's great. And you know that this area is sparkling. <laughs> uh, so, ticket, so you met your hero. Tickets went on sale for New York Comic Con. And I was saving money for it. And I, was, I knew standard meet and greets. And that they, they were expensive, like 100 200 bucks kind of thing, right? But he was doing this thing in New York limited to 15 people where you would sit in a room with him and uh, have breakfast with him for one hour. Which is insane. It was think. 350 <clears throat> US. And this I, is your only shop. I know, but I like I was I looked at it, it went online and Adrian was with me and I was just like, oh my god, it's a lot more than I thought it was going to be. I go, and she's like, just do it. Charge it. Do what you have to. Yeah. And I'm so happy she talked me to do it and I clicked it and I got in because they sold out like immediately after I got through, obviously. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Saturday morning in New York, I think it was the York Hotel, I went in, really weird futuristic hotel, you're greeted by a robot at the door. Well, I don't know how I'd feel it about It was that. very strange. And, then and I'm get, a sci-fi geek. Yeah, and you and get, I don't know how I you feel get into this that. elevator and you go up and then you're in the hotel once you're in the elevator at the top. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's very cool. interesting. That's kind of cool. The so robot I, hello was fucking throwing me yeah. So I go up the elevator. Adrian sat down with the robot for a whole hour waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was like uh, like Alexa based AI. And she could have like a relatively decent conversation with the robot. That's kind of neat. <laughs> uh, 
So I get up there and, and, and the guy who greets me at the elevator, I go, I'm here for the breakfast with Stanley. And he goes, oh, okay, so you're going to go down here, go all the way to the end, and there'll be a room down there, and they'll, they'll sink you in there. And they, okay, so while I'm going in there, I walk right past Stanley having coffee with someone. Oh, wow. I was just like, uh, <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. I know. Okay, so... Good thing you got that momentary, like, retarded face out of the way, right? It did go away. No. Well, that's like me and Jericho. It did not I go thought away. I was going to go up there and be all, like, super cool Jericho, yeah. and instead I was like, I'm a big fan. Sign my stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, picture. <laughs> like, so ridiculous. I had one hour to sit there and listen to Stan's stories and to, to ask questions if I wanted to. I could not speak. I could not speak. I was just sitting there and I was just listening and I was just like, I was in shock. I was, I was right here at this corner. I had one person beside me and then about Stan. I was literally beside Stan. I don't know if I could do that. Like if I was say Billy Joe from Green Day. Yeah. Same scenario. I don't think I'd be the last question. I like to think that I would, but I'd probably just be like, man. I just, I felt like I didn't want to waste time with some stupid thing in my head. I just wanted to hear his stories. That's a good way to put it. And though. I sat there and I just listened to his stories. Because you hear about people saying that all the time. Like I had my shot, and then I went like, "What do you think about baseball?" Yeah. And he's just like, uh, "I like baseball." Anyway, <laughs> and then you're like, "Oh, that guy's fuck. an idiot." Yeah. Pretty much everyone at the table asked a question though, and I guess he kind of knows this because at the end we went to take a picture, and uh, I actually started to tear up. Right. Yeah. I love this guy for thirty years, and I'm in New York being this guy. <clears throat> and in your head, this could be the last time, period. I totally thought it was. I thought yeah. this was the At one. 90, you were done. Okay, all right. He might, I he might saying pass that. away in a year. Because you're saying, like, he's 90. You could go any time now. And I was yeah. like, well, yeah, fucking right you go. Yeah. So he he saw I was tearing up. He knew I didn't say anything at the table. So he knew I was just, like, in shock, though, right? And he grabbed my, my hand, and he pulled me in close and wrapped his arm around me. And he thanked me. Of course he thanked you. What the frick are you thanking me for? If it wasn't for guys like you, he wouldn't be Stan Lee. He thanked me, and then and then we we stood beside each other, and he wrapped his arm around me. And this is a picture that I got like Facebook and everything right now. You see my eyes are just really oh, like, yeah. teared up. I just assumed you did like a whole bunch of weed Because <laughs> yeah. like you're a big fan of the yeah. weeds, right? Smoking the, the weeds? The high tech <laughs> robot weed. Yeah, well, yeah. I, if you're gonna smoke weed. The other reason why I'm saying smoking the weeds is uh, because, remember I told you about the uh, podcast Killing the Town? Yes, yep. Yeah, so Don, Callus, Cyrus, and mm-hmm. Lance Storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Lance Storm doesn't do it anymore. It's uh, Paul the Mauler Lazenby. Okay. Uh, was a wrestler and stuntman. Um, <clears throat> he's not bad, but it's not the same without Lance Storm. Well, anyway, uh, they're, one of their first promoters, Tony Condello, this Italian French guy, I think, or something like that. That and, sounds really familiar, then. Well, yeah, he uh, he came up. Well, he had Edge and Christian and Rhino. Okay, okay, Remember yeah, that, yeah, uh, yeah. The the death trip or whatever that the, some of those guys talk about. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's because of him, Tony Candela. Okay. But he would actually say things like, "Oh, he's probably smoking the weeds." <laughs> <laughs> so, so a long story short, that's why I'm saying smoking the weeds. A, because I think it's funny, it, and B, because it, <laughs> it's it, a tribute. It is funny. It's a funny way. It's funny. way funnier than just saying smoking weed. Smoking, smoking the weeds. Smoking the weeds. It's way funnier. <laughs> it's like smoking the weeds while I was watching the YouTubes. <laughs> it's just, it's just <laughs> shit cracks me up. 
It really, really does. So that's why uh, I thought your that's eyes were funny. so bloodshot. Yeah, no, uh, it wasn't that. Uh, yeah, we better clarify that you've never smoked weed. Because you might have story. relatives in the woodworks going, Kenneth, if you have anything you want to talk about. Um, I'm one of the few people out there that hasn't. <laughs> yeah. I've got a pl- plenty secondhand weed smoke that feel like I've been really? a little loopy. People actually blew their hits in your face? That's fucking rude. Fuck, I lived in BC for two years. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. For them, they would look at it like they're doing you a favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're poor? <laughs> There you go. I noticed you're not smoking any weed, so. <laughs> uh, That'd be annoying if you didn't smoke weed, and then you got all that secondhand. Yeah. Because, like, like, at least with, like, cocaine, if you're beside a guy doing cocaine, you don't get, like, a It's not guy. affecting you whatsoever. Like, <laughs> you just go, and then you're just like, woof. Man, I feel that, ah. too. I, wow. Yeah. So that was a great moment. That was an amazing moment. I thought that was going to be the last moment. But then, I went, uh, two years later, I was going to Toronto for Fan Expo. Turns out Stan Lee was going to be there. I was going to cover for High Def Ninja. And, uh, yeah, I remember this. I remember I, both stories. And I, and, I, and I was just like, holy shit. I'm going to meet him again. I'm going to do it. Turns out he was doing a Saturday and Sunday meeting. I bought tickets for both days. And it worked out Must too have been nice perfectly. Flush with money, eh? <laughs> or dead. <laughs> this is hardcore dead. That's your super villain for the next five yeah. years. Just but you know what? Hardcore dead. Whatever. Totally worth it. Yeah. And and I technically made Stanley a part of my wedding. Yeah. Because um, those two times <clears throat> I met him, I got him to sign your poster. And the next day I got him to sign James' poster. Which is absolutely like. I, I have still... my frame too, but mine's not signed. I still look at that and I just go, like, I can't believe, like, the cover alone, like, the poster alone is just awesome because it's such a sweet idea. Yeah. And it covers all of us in that one shot, and it's just, it's just beautiful. But then you get Stanley to sign it, and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I basically got a local artist to do this, like, homage to, to Fantastic Four number one. The terrific trio. It was you, myself, my brother, still up on my, Facebook my brother no, James. No, it's not on my Facebook anymore. That's right. <coughs> but it was. We were the terrific trio. That's right. You know, we kind of, you know. Wilk, Goat Boy, and Tridon. Yeah. It was awesome. It looked, it turned out so good. It looked so good. I was amazed at how much you remembered. It got done a week before I went to Fan Expo, and I went, you know what? I'm going to go get these printed right now. I'm going to bring them. Hopefully, they don't get damaged in my luggage. I'm going to get Stan to sign them. And I did. And uh, the second day with him, when he signed it, I, I holding it in the picture with him because he loved it so much. He went, oh, that is really cool. What is this? And I told him, oh, I'm getting married to my wife. This is my wife right here. This is me. This is my best friend, Chris. This is my brother, brother James. Yeah. We're the terrific trio. <laughs> and I'm giving this to him as, as a, a wedding gift. And it's and, a homage I, to Fantastic yeah. Four number one. That's... He, he thought it was so cool. So, so I held it up, and he, he loved it. <laughs> And uh, so, yeah, that was my final time when I'm holding up a picture. I'll, I'll put them up here so people can see. But, oh, I mean, yeah. when I when I held it up, that was my final time ever meeting Stanley. I got it two more times than I ever thought I was going to. And exactly. I, you know, I was lucky to meet him once. Yeah. Not a lot of people get to meet him once. And then to, for the two days in a row to have him sign it and have him just be so cool with it. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, uh, really, aside from the homage to Fantastic Four number one, he had nothing to do with this. Right. He didn't have to sign that at all. No. But he literally just goes, sure. Mm-hmm. 
There you go. Yeah. Oh, you the other one? Sure. There you go. And then he, you know, because I got him Saturday, so when I brought the other one back on Sunday, he just came to this grin. And then that's when he asked me about it on, on the Sunday. But I, I don't know. I mean, he meant so much to me. And uh, I knew the day was coming. And it's, it's broken my heart all week. But at the same time, I've been, like, celebrating him all week at the same time. Because, I mean, like, 95 years, he lived the life of five men. That's like, the part that's always getting me. Like, right when I feel like, oh, my God, like, this is fucking terrible. Then I go, no, it isn't, actually. He's with his wife now, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, whatever you believe, whatever endgame that you believe, you know? <clears throat> yeah. He's, you know, reunited with his wife. I don't necessarily believe that, to be honest. I... I feel like you're dead, you're dead. But whatever helps you. It's a nice thought, right? If you feel like he's with his wife, then perfect, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and who knows? Maybe on some level he is. Like, I don't know exactly what happens. You have no idea. I could die, go to a different dimension, and be six feet tall. Who knows? Would that be wacky? If I knew. You just wake up your old lady. If I what knew that I was originally, like, uh, just under five. Yeah. And now I'm six feet. I don't know how I'd handle it. I, I think I would, like, I'd walk like a fucking freak for a while, for one. And then I think I would lament, because I've been this hype for so long that I actually like it. Yeah. There's only a couple of times where I'm like, man, I wish I was taller, but that's it. Like, it's very mm -hmm. rare these days. Like, holy shit, I hit my head on a lot of things now. Yeah, but see, I don't have to, I don't have to worry about that. You don't have to worry about that. You know? People who say it must be nice to be I mean, tall. sure, I gotta well. drive up closer to the uh, drive through window than mm -hmm. most people. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I gotta open the door. But, Crawl right out into the window. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> but uh, I just, I find that, like, the thing that's been helping me is just that I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for what he has given me throughout my life. Yeah. And then, because the way that the medium is, <clears throat> I can relook at any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the books that I've loved weren't written by him, mm. you know. I mean, there are a handful of issues here and there that I've read that, you know, but I could at any point in time go back, but it's the characters themselves, you know what I mean? And I mentioned it before where, like, <clears throat> it's, it's because of those characters that I am who I am now. Mm -hmm. And it's because of those characters that I'll be who I am five years from now. It'll be a constant game of, or not a game, but a constant thing where I'm just continuously being empowered and because of these characters and I mean like I'm just just super grateful and thankful that I was able to read comic books mm -hmm. and read Marvel comic books you know DC comic books as well I mean I'm not going to shortchange them but this is Stan Lee so Stan Lee um, a large part of who I am is because of Stan Lee mm -hmm. and that's that's really the bulk of it so so thank you, yeah. Stanley. <sighs> I love that guy. I'm going to miss him. But you know what? He's basically like you know, Shakespeare, Walt Disney, Jim Henson. He made such a massive dent. Jim Henson? Uh, His legacy will live on forever. Exactly. Forever. Exactly. <clears throat> I hope they don't do anything stupid like CGI his appearances. No, they won't. He might just put a picture on the wall. That's okay. That's all right. That's all right. CG, no. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel the eyes filling up right now. 
again. So, Stanley, thank you so much. You, you summed up Jesus Christ nicely. Do you just want to piggyback on mine, is what you're saying? I'm going to piggyback on yours. Okay. All right. Good job. <clears throat> I can practice. So, yeah, you know, respond down below. Let us know uh, your own thoughts. Um, Stanley, just really the how impact. he impacted your life. Yeah, I, I don't want to hear any controversies. I don't want to hear any Ditko did this or, or whatever. It's just... It's crazy that Spider-Man lost both his creators in the same year. Yeah. Is it not? like Now isn't it even more touching that he's got a red and black suit? <laughs> yeah. I, I actually, I like it. Mm -hmm. I think it looks pretty slick. Mm -hmm. The only part is this part. It, I'll, I'll warm up to it. I, that's one part of the whole suit. The rest of the suit, I think, looks bitching. Mm -hmm. And I, like, and granted, I'm kind of like, oh, why does he need to have another suit so soon? Yeah. You know, because I really like the homecoming suit. Really like the homecoming suit. But I mean, we'll see what kind of a uh, attitude Peter Parker has. Maybe he's darker and edgier. <clears throat> Maybe he swears. You know what? In true Stanley fashion, I'm Kinetic Ken Levitsky. That's Courageous Chris Mercier. Enough said? Enough said. That's right, true believers. How many more can you fit in? Uh, I think you pretty much took all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Such an anticlimactic ending. <laughs> <clears throat>